Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global and in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide. In today's environment, the traveler's health is top of mind, but every hotel brand has its own protocols and different local requirements. It seemed impossible to sort through it all, to know which hotels could be trusted, but ShareCare Verified with Forbes Travel Guide is fast becoming the brand agnostic global standard that people can rely on. More than 360 expert validated health and safety standards cover all the bases. And as listeners of this podcast, your hotel can benefit from a unique offer if you subscribe before the end of May, 12 months for the price of 11. Click on the link on the allmontglobal.com website to enroll. Make sure your hotel is ShareCare Verified with Forbes Travel Guide, enabling booking with confidence. Christian Boyens has been in charge of some really great names already. And now, as boss of LVMH's Le Cheval Blanc City Hotels, he is heading the Paris property, which is going to give a new meaning to luxury French style for the world. Let's hear what Christian Boyens has to say now. Christian, what is Le Cheval Blanc? What is your differentiation in the hotel world? Uh, Cheval Blanc is very unique. Uh, We currently are preparing the opening of our fifth Cheval Blanc in Paris, and they all have some uh, things in common. Number one is they're very intimate. That means our smallest has barely 30 rooms, and our largest will be Paris at 72 keys. We'll have uh, probably an over-proportional ratio of... uh, uh, suites to rooms. We have tremendous food and beverage uh, with uh, very talented chefs. So, for example, in Courchevel, we have uh, Yannick Aleno and uh, Saint-Tropez. We'll have Arnaud Donkel. And uh, yeah, it's very much human driven. Uh, it means you have a lot of warmth, of generosity, of uh, uh, I think we try to personalize uh, at best, uh, you know each and everyone's experience. That means we put uh, a lot of thought into how we can touch the emotions of our clients. And you know what, if you have 30 rooms or 72 rooms, it's uh, much easier than when you have uh, 250 or 350 rooms. Do you really think so? Because you have... uh, Christian, talking to you is such a delight because you are imbued with uh, luxury. Now, you come from an area of the world, northern Germany, the Hanseatic area, a history of amazing shipbuilding, ship owners who wanted the best in life. Today, you have the incredible music and architecture associated with Hamburg. Why did you become a hotelier, Christian? 
First of all, uh, you are a true expert, and I encourage everybody who's listening to visit Hamburg because it is uh, a really, for, in my book, a world-class city. It is uh, uh, you have the grittiness of the of second harbor of Europe after Rotterdam Hamburg Harbor, and then you have this beautiful lake in the heart of the city, the Ulster. And yes, uh, I'm a little bit the black sheep in my family. Uh, my older two brothers they went on uh, to consulting and finance and. Uh, entrepreneurship and I since I'm five years old uh, whenever I w walked into a hotel with my parents and my family I wanted to figure out how does it work with the with the concierge where he hits the bell why is the bellman coming up and who's looking for the luggage etc so I'm a passionate I fell romantically in love with this business and for me I always had the support of my uh, parents my family they say if you love it so much you have to go for it and I just did and uh, I did find my my true calling you do have a little bit of those other elements that come out in your family in you in that yes although you are now working for the um said to be the the richest uh, man in uh western europe you still have to make sure at cheval blanc at your city hotels that you're not actually losing money or pouring red wine down the drain um you have this absolutely rare situation of looking after a brand that started at the beginning and immediately became top of the pop pops with a name you look after the city hotels how are you going to put your paris hotel opening in a few months time right up to the top of the pops after all paris does have some spectacular properties already you move from one that's right the um uh, first of all the the reputation of cheval blanc that's thanks to eric bonstoffel and to olivier lefebvre and the entire cheval blanc team that was established far before uh my uh, arrival but what i can tell you is the location of cheval blanc paris is not uh, in the gold triangle and it's not in a, in a let's say a classic palace location in paris it's right on the seine river you have a view of the Seine River from every single uh, window uh, out of the hotel. And when you ask your, you know, Paris traveler, where do you like to spend your weekend? Half of them say, oh, I love Saint-Germain. And the other one says, I love the Marais. And now put that right on Pont Neuf, Place Dauphine, and there you have La Samaritaine with Cheval Blanc Paris. So I think uh, we have a very, very exciting location, a very walkable. You're right, you have to the right, you have the Louvre, to the left, you have Pompidou. It is an extraordinary location. And trust me that Monsieur Arnaud didn't save any uh, effort uh, to create a very memorable uh, location. A lot of artwork, uh, amazing uh, views, uh, spectacular food and beverage, four different restaurants. I think you'll enjoy it, Mary. Oh, but also. Also, I'm going to be interested in the fact that the building goes back to 1870, the fact that today the 
architect is the Japanese name Sana, who did the Museum of Contemporary Art in New York. And you have that leather-clad biker, Peter Marino, having done your interiors. Uh, does that mean all your workforce and managers, including your general manager, Christoph Hilty, are they going to be dressed in black leather like Peter Marino? No, I, I don't uh, think so. But uh, by the way, we, uh, the hotel, so to say, La Maison, as we call it, occupies only the Art Deco part that goes out to the uh, uh, Seine River. So that comes from the 1920s. And uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, you have several other buildings uh, occupying uh, different parts of the development, which come, you know, from the, the late 1800s. And our interior designer is, uh, as you said, Peter Marino, and she did uh, really, it's one of his first ever commercial developments. It's the first hotel uh, that he did in uh, absolute stunning uh, taste. And it certainly differentiates uh, Cheval Bon Paris from maybe other places you visited in uh, the city of light. Add to this, you have Arno Donkel, who sounds just the most amazing chef. He's already your culinary uh, consultant in Saint Tropez. He works there. Uh, now, how are you going to work in Paris? Um, how's the hotel going to interact with your other beautiful? Hotels. Sorry, I know you call them maison, but my accent's not good enough. First of all, I can tell you that uh, Arnold Donkel is not only probably the most talented chef, but also an extraordinary human person. When you see him interact with the staff, it's uh, really something else. And uh, uh, I think also what he what he has as a philosophy that he works with uh, local farmers, that he wants to know where his fish comes from, that he's really sincerely, it's not a marketing tool. It is uh, really somebody that is sincerely interested. And uh, for, for us, of course, we have a little collection now. And uh, when you think you come in the summer to, um, to uh, Europe, why not fly into Paris, spend a couple of nights at Cheval Blanc Paris, overlooking the Seine and uh, the beautiful uh, skyline of Paris. And then you go down to Saint-Tropez, you spend a couple of uh, days by the water and you come back uh, up to Paris before flying out. I think we'll have plenty of options and experience for you to discover uh, while you come uh, and uh, come to Europe. Christian, you're, you're also an incredible marketing and sales guy. And yet you came up through the uh, Casa del Mar and the Peninsula and the Ritz in Paris when you were running the whole thing. But you came up through events and food and general management. You mentioned the Seine. Um, is it true that you will have a boat so that people can travel from you to take a shuttle elsewhere in Paris? It is correct that we are looking at every single way of how we can make this uh, maison unique. And I think being built right on the Seine, that a boat would only be logical. And that brings us back to Peter Marino and his motorbikes, of course. Um, you have such a large family at uh, LVMH, which is at, and there is a family. I'm writing the whole time that luxury works best when there is a name in it. 
which member of the Arno family actually is your prime contact? Because they all seem to have something. One has Ramoa, one has Krug. I can tell you that uh, that obviously that information I keep to myself, but okay. I can assure you that they're very much involved and we feel a great sense of support from them. And Christian, this is such fun talking to you because you are Mr. Luxury to me. You always have been. If we look at the times that I've been lucky enough in the past to talk to you. How aware are you these days of luxury, not in, only in hotels, but in the other spaces, in fashion, in wine, in the joy of the finest champagne? And where, yeah, go ahead. And where do you think luxury is going for your customers? I mean, uh, coming out this very special period, I think for me, a luxury is already to be together with my family, to be to be seeing my friends, enjoying a great uh, meal. And I think uh, maybe uh, this difficult uh, period behind us put everything a little bit back to zero, a little reset button where you appreciate actually uh, sincerity and where you appreciate being together uh, with humans who you respect and you love. And I think when you buy something, I think you want to identify today with the brand and you want to know that they treat the staff members good and that maybe, um, you know, there's the, that you understand everything about your purchase so to say that means if if you have uh wines you know you see the trends about biodynamic wines if you see of uh you know what brands uh, you relate to that this that you want to look a little bit behind only the the glossy uh marketing process and see and understand what they stand for let's talk about attracting people to come and work in in Cheval Blanc, Paris. There is a crisis in all sectors of the hotel world at the moment that many people who over the last uh, year or so have not been well treated necessarily by their companies have left the industry. And we've got luxury consumers who are all going to be rushing to see Cheval Blanc Paris. But when they get there, where are the staff going to come from? I've just been reading a fascinating account. It comes from a book called Flex, which is about flexi time and looks at other luxury sectors of life where talent is going to be attracted not by standard perks like uh, free food, but by um the ability to have paid private health care and given access to apps for online mental therapy how are you going to be attracting people to work with you at I, I, I do have to, have to say it brings back memories of working 80, 90 hours uh, weeks in uh, the States or in California back in the day. But I think things have changed uh, there as well. But no, I think uh, we can't complain here in Paris. You know, we have an extremely, extremely competitive uh 
positioning. Uh, we also have an owner that supported um, our staff during uh, the crisis. We we paid the supplement uh, of their salaries and we, we tried to treat them and uh, not only attract them, but then keep them as well, as you say, in the uh, family, despite multiple delays of the opening date, uh, etc. So now what people are looking for is number one, they want to have a vision. So they want to believe and they want to follow a certain uh, vision that they can identify with. Thank you, Christian, for sharing your enthusiasm. I know I'm longing to see the 72-room Paris property in the Cheval Blanc city portfolio and I'm longing to see what else you're going to go on to do next within this really exciting brand. Next week, by the way, I'm going to be talking more wellness because I'm going to be chatting with Sue Harmsworth, she who created Espa and really put today's modern luxury at the beginning of a path that has just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So keep well, all of you, and keep enjoying life, keep smiling, and see you in a few days to hear me chatting with Sue Harmsworth. During these strange times, many in the travel and hospitality industry have been thinking about how we can make a difference in the so-called new normal. Everything's changing. It's also been a time to rethink and renovate. It's time to tell a new story. But just what is your story? How will you be telling it and to whom in the coming months and years? Markets are changing and so must we all. It'll be vital to get it right. And for that, Allmont Global has a unique dream team to help you. Drop us a line if you'd like to know more at allmontglobal.com. That's A-L-M-O-N-T global.com. You've been listening to the Mary Gosselow Girl Ahead podcast, produced by Allmont Global and in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.